live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. You are locked and loaded on Live from America with Jeremy Harrell. I love you all, and I thank you for this opportunity to talk to you. I love hearing your stories. America is far from dead. America is alive. America is here. Even the Democrats are waking up to the dead-end destructive policies of Joe Biden. The deepest level of worship is praising God through the pain. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a stand-up, God-fearing, God-loving thing to do. What a great thing. I love you guys. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high. Welcome to Live from America, everybody. God bless you, and thank you for joining in. Vile off of Twitter, as much as possible, was the company's Trust and Safety Council, which consisted of 100 independent civil human rights and other organizations created back in 2016 to combat hate speech, child exploitation, suicide, and other virulent problems related to the platform. Well, that was the case until last night, when Elon Musk disbanded the group shortly before they were set to meet. When Musk bought Twitter, he promised advertisers that it would not turn into a free-for-all hellscape, where anything can be said with no consequences. Yeah, well, since he took over, that's exactly what it has turned into which, while he claims to have cut the number of times that users view hate-filled tweets, the Center for Countering Digital Hate has found a notable boost in the number of tweets that use slurs. Now, as you can see on the screen, there are four words, none of which I can say on TV, even on cable, that have jumped in usage, one, as much as 200%. Musk promised that hate speech would be max deboosted, except, according to the Center for Countering Digital Hate, that has not happened. High-profile, high-reach tweeters who just so happen to share conservative political perspectives have had wide leeway to promote hatred toward LGBTQ plus people. In fact, some of their tweets were viewed millions of times. This is the new old normal for Twitter. Because the goal, apparently, is to get back to the days when Twitter was the Wild West of anti-Semitism, homophobia, transphobia, racism, and disinformation. This free flow of unbridled hate speech is now the premier location for radicalizing millions of people across the globe and either ritually abusing or chasing away those they disagree with, including the former head of Twitter's trust and safety, you know, the moderation guy, who's now in hiding because apartheid Clyde keeps attacking him on Twitter. Well, ladies and gentlemen, as you see, Joyless Reed there is very joyless. She is not happy at all. She has no joy during the most wonderful time of the year. And... um the funny thing about all that is, you know, those those words that she said that she could not say even on cable TV. What's wrong, Joy? Say them. Oh, oh, you don't want to say them now? Oh, because you're in front of a camera. Oh, anyway, how did you get those numbers? Where did you get that data from? Because it doesn't say where that data was pulled from. It just says you said it. Where'd you get the data? Did Elon Musk give you that data? Who gave you the data, Joy Reid, that says that those words are said over so many times? I'd like to know. I want to go back to that point in that video. I want to see if it has that. So, there's a very tiny writing there that I can't see. But anyway, it says the N-word is up 202% ever since Musk took over. Well, literally, ladies and gentlemen, right after that, I, let's, I want to go back to that point in the video. Can we? Let's go back to that point. Uh, in the view video right hate-filled tweets, the Center for Countering Digital Hate has found a notable boost in the number of tweets that use slurs. Now, as you can see on the screen, there are four words, none of which I can say on TV, even on cable, that have jumped in usage, one, as much as 200%. Musk promised that hate speech would be now, max watch, watch this. Watch this. except, according to the Center for Countering Digital Hate, that has not happened. High-profile, high Look at this. Pause it right here. Look at this. Look at this. They've got Jack Posobiec, they've got James Lindsay, they've got Representative Lauren Boebert, they've got um, Marjorie Taylor Greene, and they've got Christina Pusham up there, and they've got Libs of TikTok right after they're talking about the N-word being used 200 and some odd times. Ladies and gentlemen, you see the disgustingness of these people, like how gross they are, and how they try to push a narrative, and all of this, you know, all of these little 
putting these people's names right after they say that. So they can say like, oh, we never said that they said those. We're just linking those two together. And you can darn well believe that as soon as Elon Musk took over and Elon Musk said, I'm going to release everything. You don't think that a jump in those words are from left wing and left wing bots. You don't think that that's left wing activists literally going on there and saying those words. How many times have you seen in a conservatives live uh, video where trolls will come in and they will literally say the N word or the C word or whatever it is, just so those, the algorithm will pick it up in those live chats so they can say, well, this person's live chat was filled and riddled with anti-Semitism and racial slurs, but they never came from the content creator and they never came from the actual audience. The uptick that she's talking about, I would guarantee you and I would bet a month's salary that it would, it was definitely left-wing activists and left-wing uh, left uh, bots. People that are in there uh, creating ways to make it look like it's worse on there. Like, like this has always existed and people were just waiting, right? The anti-Semites, the KKK, the real Nazis out there, they were just waiting on the outskirts of the Twitter purchase. And as soon as Elon Musk bought it, they stormed the gates and started tweeting racial slurs. And they've been waiting for so long. The bubble has finally bursted. And finally, there's freedom of speech to go on Twitter and talk about our hatred. Seriously? Seriously? Oh, but they're melting down, ladies and gentlemen. They're spending so much time, money, and resources that they, all the resources that they have to say, to talk about Twitter, even though they're trying to downplay what's going on. They're trying to downplay the Twitter files and say, oh, there was nothing there. There's no there there. They're trying to downplay it. They're either talking about it, how bad Elon Musk is, how bad the anti-Semitism and racial slurs that are all by left-wing activists anyways, just to make it look like that. Now they're going to try to downplay the whole thing and say, there's no there there. What are you talking about? Look somewhere else. Twitter Check file, this out. Right. The quote-unquote Twitter files. The so-called Twitter files that were released over the weekend, which were supposed to show what? Uh, I hate to even bring it up. This Elon Musk. No, you hate it. I'm Twitter sure. files. Twitter, fi- I'm Twitter sure you files. Hate it. it is so laborious. Oh, Elon so Musk. Laborious. He spent the majority of his day yeah. promoting a heavily criticized thread, Twitter thread, about the laptop of Hunter Biden. Now, what some want you to think is that this was censorship by big tech. Do the Twitter files show evidence of left-wing bias on Twitter's part? Um, no. In fact, the whole Twitter discriminates against conservatives line is literally the opposite of the truth. (laughs) First of all, I just have to say that this whole thing is just ridiculous and it's not true. I feel like I need a flow chart, Christine. Yeah. Or a, or a, I don't know if it's a map or a timeline or what it is. It's just nonsense. I still, for the life of me, I can't figure out why Elon Musk is wasting his time (laughs) in all of this nonsense. A top Twitter official who we're Uh. learning now has been receiving threats. It's been so bad. He's been forced to leave his own home is what I understand Mm -hmm. after the Twitter files. Well, ladies and gentlemen, there you go. Big shout out. Uh, to, uh, to all the lamestream fake news media who's spending a lot of time on something that's not there, right? Spending a lot of, uh, of resources to talk about on camera, precious airtime, something that's, you know, didn't actually happen. Of course it happened. And them losing Twitter is a major blow to what they were trying to do. Folks, whether you like it or not, this is a major, major blow to their plans, their 2030 plans, all of it. All of it. Somebody's saying no sound on Roku. Let me check that out. I believe there probably is. Yeah, there should be there. I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm not saying that there's not that there's uh No, it looks looks good on my part anyway, so it must be a Roku problem. But either way, you're here. So that's a good thing being here. Uh, but thank you guys for all joining in. Uh, you are locked and loaded right here on LFA TV. Ladies and gentlemen, live from America, and I am your ever-so-humbled, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, broadcasting from the live-free-or-die Granite State of New Hampshire. Thank you, thank you, thank you 
for allowing me to do this job for you. We've got a heck of a show for you guys. A huge, huge show. We're going to be talking about Jack Dorsey and his admission and what might happen to him. We're going to be talking about uh, Donald Trump's big, huge announcement that he's got tomorrow. We're going to go through the scenarios, what it could be. I just did a live over on Getter, and we talked about it. I had a lot of great insight. People had a lot of great guesses. We're going to be talking a little bit about that. I'd like to thank Patsy Boatwright for donating $50 right now on the, uh, the Rumble chat. We're going to be talking about the Fed raising rates, the possible next Speaker of the House. People want to throw their names in. Georgia moving towards ranked choice voting. Uh Uh-oh. And what Biden actually feels about gay marriage that they're celebrating uh, to the high heavens in in D.C. But we got a lot to go through tonight, ladies and gentlemen. I'm so glad that you guys are here. I also want to uh, tell you that your rumbling lately has been absolutely amazing. So each show we're trying to get each um, we're trying to get each each day I should say we're trying to get each host to a thousand rumbles. I just want to show you what this looks like, guys. Can we pull this on the screen? So if you go to our rumble channel, there it is right there, right? And you can scroll back and you can see there's Anna's show from earlier, Wrong Think. There's our short clips. And there's Mike's show. There's my show from earlier. There's Loud's show. And there's Rise Up. You literally just go to these, boom, click the rumble button, back out, and then go to the next one. Click the rumble button, boom, back out. And I'll tell you what, you know what that does? That triggers rumble to just push us out like crazy, and if we're trying to get the message out there and we're trying to give people an alternative place to come to, to share what we've all seen and been part of for the last two years, then that is a good way to do it. So I thank you guys. You guys have been killing it. And I do want to um, just reiterate one more time, if you want anything from my store, jeremyharrell.com or mypillow.com, uh, it is very, very wise to order by the end of the day on the 19th if you want it prior to Christmas, Okay. So just keep that in mind. Let's go to Jesus Calling here on this beautiful Wednesday evening, December 14th, year of our Lord, 2022. Uh, And again, big shout out to all the other hosts, Anna Perez, Mike Crispy, Sean Farish, Kevin Smith. You guys are doing an amazing job here on Live from America, LFA TV. And if you guys watch those other shows, uh, please let them know in the comment section right now and below, because they do read them as much as they possibly can, what you think of their shows and... um, And if you like their shows, uh, make sure you go and give them a a rumble, okay? December 14th, here it is. Though I am pleased by your willingness to depend on me in tough situations, I desire much more from you. I want you to rely on me when you feel competent to handle a situation yourself. When you utilize your talents and abilities, remember to do so thankfully, asking me to help you use them wisely according to my will. This collaborative way of doing things will not only help you accomplish more, it will also keep you close to me, communing with me, delighting in me, and enjoying me. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, exactly that. If it's something just as easy as, hey, I'm going out to change the tires on the car, or I'm going out to do uh, change the oil, going out to mow the yard, I'm going downstairs to you know rearrange something. You know, at any time, any bad thing could happen. You don't want to just assume that it's because it's an easy thing that you're going to go ahead and do it yourself. Ask God, Lord, be with me during this. Help me get through this project easy and safe and with no problems. And let me uh, let me get out there and succeed at the things I'm trying uh, that I'm working at, Lord, and 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 be with me during this. It's really that simple, but it makes everything better. And we're going to read from my favorite Bible verse, Philippians 4.13. I have strength for all things in Christ who empowers me. I'm ready for anything and equal to anything through him who infuses inner strength into me. And from Lamentations 3.22 and 23, because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. And before you turn out the light, in both uncertain and sure situations, announce your trust in me as often as you need to. Your fears will diminish as you acknowledge my faithfulness time after time. Folks, do you know the amount of uh, the, the number of people that I know, especially up here in the Northeast when we get pretty bad winters, who have fallen and hit in their uh, hit their heads and either went into a coma or died. I'll bet you it's in 10 to 15 people that I've known in my lifetime. And you know what they were doing? They were going out and brushing snow off the car. They were going out and shoveling the driveway. 
You know what I mean? So just little things like that. You just, I'm going out to do this. It's slippery outside. It's cold. Lord, please be with me during this. I'm telling you, it makes all the difference in the world. All right. Please remove your hats. And let's say the Lord's Prayer together, okay? It's great that we get to do this fellowship all at the same time. And uh, tomorrow on Rise Up, early in the morning, I know for some people, my pastor from my church, Pastor Dave Golden, will be our first guest on Rise Up. And we're going to have a great conversation about the importance of Christian schools. So please keep that in your mind as we go to the Lord in prayer and pray for that as we have our first guest tomorrow on Rise Up. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Now, if you watched this morning's show, you noticed that we cut out really early. And the reason why was because the power went out here. The power literally went out everywhere in this entire town that we live in. So we got it back about a half hour, maybe 45 minutes later, I think. Uh, Jeremy, little David wants to know if you received his gift today. Post office said it was delivered. We did get a bunch of stuff in the post office today, but we didn't open all of it yet. We've, uh, we will be opening it tonight. So if it did come, buddy, we'll talk, we'll, we'll show it tomorrow. Okay. Make sure you watch the show tomorrow. All right. Did you hear about the protests in Arizona? Heard a little bit about them. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Amen. Look at all these great, wonderful people in here. Okay, let's get to the first and foremost section. Please lift up your cups, folks, and let's have our first slurp of the day. And I really, really appreciate everybody who's donating on JeremyHarrell.com. Without you guys, there is no LFA, period. That's what we rely on. All right, first and foremost section. I want to get back to this because it's in the news. It's big time, and it might, just might, have something to do with Donald J. Trump's announcement tomorrow, which we will get into closer to the end of this show. But I'm, I'm not saying it will. I'm just saying it could, and it's definitely relevant for us to talk about. Okay, Jack Dorsey, a.k.a. Osama bin wannabe. That's what I call him. Because remember when he was uh, coming to Congress and, and, and testifying for Congress like on um, Zoom and Skype meetings and he had this big old beard. He looked like he just came out of a cave in Afghanistan. Osama bin wannabe, Jack Dorsey, the former um, former CEO of, uh, of Twitter is now saying, folks, that everything is his fault. He's literally falling on the sword. Now, why would he do that? Why would Osama bin sure, Wannabe, be so hold on, why would Osama bin Wannabe fall on the sword, especially at the risk of felony perjury? I want to get into this real quick. He says, it's my fault alone. Twitter co-founder Jack Dorsey broke his silence on the social media giant's censorship regime uh, today and offered a public uh, sort of a mea culpa for the troubles plaguing the company. Jack Dorsey confessed that he completely gave up. These are his words, not mine. Okay? That he completely gave up on trying to fend off activist forces within Twitter, saying that basically Twitter got so big on the inside and the activism was so big on the inside. The wokeness was so big on the inside. There was nothing he could do about it. Big shout out to loud majority in the house, ladies and gentlemen, Sean Farish, loud majority in the house, Kevin Smith, make sure you give him a shout out. He's saying it got so big and I completely gave up to fend off the forces within Twitter and recounted how President Donald J. Trump's suspension from the platform illustrated to him how companies have become, quote, far too powerful. Uh, sir, if I may, you are the one, you, you, you may have given in, okay? Let's say that. Let's say you gave in and you gave in to the pressure. You're the loser who kept coming to Congress lying under oath. And we're gonna get to that in a minute, Okay. We're going to get to that in a minute. Now, we have, um, you know, mercy on you as far as forgiving you. But as far as avoiding justice, there's no mercy on you. As far as uh, avoiding justice, there is definitely no mercy. And I've been telling you now for over a year, 
that these people are running and hightailing it with their tail between their legs. And the ones that are staying and fighting, those are the stubborn ones. Those are the arrogant ones that think you will never take down the swamp. But I think they got another thing coming, ladies and gentlemen. Quote, the biggest mistake I made was continuing to invest in building tools for us to manage the public's conversation versus building tools for the people using Twitter to easily manage it for themselves. So he's saying, this is my fault alone. The buck stops with me. My question to all of you is if the buck stops with him and he's coming out here saying this, why is he willing to fall on the sword for the people that were pressuring him? Why wouldn't he just expose them for who they are, what they said? He said that Elon should expose everything. Why aren't you exposing everything? Why aren't you? Why are you being thrown under the bus? Maybe whatever it is that you are benefiting from by falling on the sword, maybe you're willing to risk felony perjury because that's just a, that, that may be a, maybe not even a 50 for 50% chance. So what's in it for him? Why would he do this? Because we know this guy is no man of integrity. I mean, can we just, there he is right there, Osama bin Wannabe. He's no man of integrity. He's no man of integrity, ladies and gentlemen. It is my fault alone, he says. So I want to take you back in time, if I may. I think I have this video. Let's see here. I want to take you back in time and play this video for you. I think this is the best place we're going to have. Okay, hold on. Uh, this, this is, a, this is a, a blast from the past. With this, this is Jack Dorsey, ladies and gentlemen, in Congress, basically, basically committing felony perjury. So this is what I was talking about. Why would he risk? And this was just once. There was many times he did this. He did this um, through Zoom. He did this on Skype. He did this in person. He did it all the time. So here we go. Thanks for being here. Uh, I want to read a few quotes about Twitter's practices, and I... Just want you to tell me if they're true or not. Uh, social media is being rigged to censor conservatives. Is that true of Twitter? No. I don't know what Twitter is up to. It sure looks like to me that they're censoring people and they ought to stop it. Uh, are you censoring people? No. Twitter shadow banning prominent Republicans. Bad. Is that true? No. So these were statements. Wow. Is that true? No. Did you do this? No. Did you do that? No. Well, now we got proof of it. And now you're saying it's all your fault. Now you're literally, you know what he's trying to do? This is a, I'm sorry, feel bad for me. This is a save face moment. This is, I know what's coming down the pipeline. And like I said earlier, could this be one thing that we're going to add to the list as we go through this show that Donald Trump could be referring to? I guess we'll have to wait and find out. But the point that I wanted to make for that story is that he's already committed felony perjury, okay? And he's willing to risk that, knowing that there's a Republican House, okay? Thank you, Clee Sully. Merry Christmas. Just donated $100. God bless you, Clee Sully. Thank you so very much. We appreciate that towards our efforts. So, again, ladies and gentlemen, let me just say this. He is completely risking felony perjury, knowing that the Republicans are coming over, coming in and taking over. For what? For what? I think he's afraid of, A, being sued for everything he's ever made and being broke on the street like a bum. Okay, I know. I hear it, everybody. I keep seeing the same thing. I, I know that there's no sound on Roku. It's okay. That means you'll just have to come here to rumble. I apologize. I don't know what the problem is, all right? But I do apologize. Um, so anyway, where, what was I saying? He was... Uh, He's, he's willing to risk this felony perjury, and for what? Like, he's either afraid of the lawsuits, it's going to leave him a bum, right? It's going to completely break him. Everything he's ever made off, off Twitter, he'll have to pay back in restitution and fines, right? Or he's afraid of any physical harm if he doesn't fall on the sword like this. Maybe both of them. Maybe he's afraid of both of them. I don't know, but long story short, this man would never come out and say, the buck stops with me. It's all my fault. Knowing that there's video out there that I just showed you. And many, many more. Many, many more. Why isn't Jeremy on Getter? We are on Getter. We're not live on Getter. The show is only live here and on digital TV and the app now. All right? Thank you very much. Rumble, 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 ladies and gentlemen. I want to move, uh, I want to move on here because we actually do have somebody calling for felony charges. We actually do. GOP Florida Representative Greg Stubbe. 
said uh, today that when Jack Dorsey was CEO of Twitter, he committed multiple felonies by lying to Congress when testifying under oath that the social media company was not outright censoring content or covertly limiting it by process known as shadow banning. Quote, in my opinion, he lied to Congress, which is a felony and an offense. Stubbe said, to, uh, Stubbe said um, today on a podcast, if the Michael Cohens of the world who worked for Trump can get prosecuted for that, then he should too. I agree, 100%. 100%. I just showed you. Is social media uh, companies censoring people? No. Are you shadow banning conservatives? No. Well, we know that that's all a lie, and he's admitting it. He's admitting it. The videos you play have no sound. Let me see here. I can hear it. Hear that? So the videos, so you're saying the videos that I'm playing have no sound? Is that what people are saying? I'm confused. Anyway, I'm going to move on. So big shout out to, uh, to Greg Stubbe. I think that's correct. I think we need to file felony charges on this guy immediately. The, it, it, there's no, it's not, we, we may have evidence that he lied to Congress. No, no, no. You did lie to Congress. It's, it's the same thing with Project Veritas. They want to make Project Veritas out to be this like, uh, uh, you know, this fringe right wing conservative group that edits things together. And, but what they all, they just put their words out there. They put their own words, their own testimony out there, their own video proof, their own video proof. There's no, you can't get around that. But nowadays the left will say, that's not me. That's not me. You could have, you could have video of Nancy Pelosi standing in the Capitol on January 6th saying, look at me, Nancy Pelosi, the house speaker orchestrating all of this with the help of the FBI. And you could show that video footage to her and she'd be like, that's not me. That's, that's not me. That's that's not your your wrap up smear. Your wrap up. Your wrap up smear campaigning me. These people are out of their minds. These people are out of their minds. Even video proof isn't proof. I guess nowadays. Even video proof is not proof. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, um, before we lost power earlier this morning, I was going to go ahead and I was going to give a big plug and a big shout out to our CBD distillery. CB distillery, I should say. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I got to tell you, I'm hearing more and more and more good things about CB distillery every day. Not only CB distillery, but CBD products um, alone. Now that we're actually using these and now that we're actually sponsored by these and we're learning more about these and we got people like Lacey Barkalo who's in the comment thread, who knows very, who's got vast knowledge of CBD. I got to tell you, folks, this stuff is amazing. And everybody that, that gives us a testimony back on what it does, it does exactly what, they, what it need, they needed it to do. I mean, talk about why the pharmaceutical companies spend so much money to get rid of CBD. I, I know why now. Whether it be sleep, whether it be just relaxing, focusing, pain, arthritis, um, people who have carpal tunnel, People who just have back problems, have a problem, muscles all tightened up, all of this stuff, all of this stuff, and you can use it anytime during the day. And no, you're not getting high and failing urine tests. So there's a lot, a lot into this. I definitely suggest if you're looking into it, reach out to talk to somebody who's really knowledgeable about it. But I can tell you we stand by their products, especially the sleep gummies. I stand by them. My wife stands by them. Eli stands by them. Uh, my mother stands by them. And Lacey, right here in the comment thread, she'll tell you all about them. So go to cbdistillery.com. Use the promo code LFA and uh, order some of this stuff for Christmas. Great stocking stuffers. All right? So more left-wing karma. All For two years, we have been building this massive uh, unit of uh, this massive army of, of new credit card processing centers, new social media companies, new um, cell phones, new cell phone suppliers, and, and all this. We've literally built an entire universe where we can't be canceled, okay? We just can't be canceled anymore. Not us, but so many people built this. And the left is trying to go do this now, and they don't have the, t the tenacity nor the determination to build what we've built. So once we built a system to where we could come back and fight them, we started taking over their companies or making their companies go broke because they went woke. I mean, we could list off and rattle off how many companies since we've 
dumbness two years ago. We're talking about CNN. We're talking about Bed Bath & Beyond. All these major woke companies that dropped Mike Lindell. All these banks. All these people who caved and walked back what they said because they started to go broke. It's not only that. It's media companies too. BuzzFeed. Um, uh, Occupy Democrats. All these loser left-wing sites that are just hemorrhaging right now because they're losing subscribers. Well, it's all we saw it, we saw it hit the New York Times. The New York Times has got a civil war of wokeness, right? I'm woke. No, I'm woke. Who's the more woke? You know what I mean? They're just melting down. CNN losing billions of dollars. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the Washington Post. Yes, the Washington Post is scheduled for major, not a little bit, but major, major layoffs after this Biden economy and after a major subscriber loss. This is awesome. Newspaper, the, the WAPO has struggled to maintain an edge in Trump, uh, post-Trump era. Like everybody, right? Trump always said, I'm the one that keeps you alive. I'm the one that keeps you around. Now, I did a video short about this, what, about a month ago, where I said if Donald Trump really wanted to kill the fake news in one swipe, they're already going downhill. Mainstream media is what I'm doing right now. This is your new cable news, streaming news, all right? Nobody cares about even Fox News anymore, all right? They're the thing. Their model is the thing of the past. While they're still a big company, their model is still a thing of the past. And I said Donald Trump could wipe all of them out in one swoop. Just do not let them come in to your events, your private rallies. You can say, nope, you're not coming in. This is a private rally. Now everybody goes, well, then Donald Trump won't get the word out there. Trust me. People will go to where the, the news is. They'll go and find Trump. And when they do, they will lift up news organizations like this. They will lift them up. Yeah, we might not be the prim and proper. We'll do everything we say. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. But we'll give you the truth. And he could prop up everybody. All these independent news sources. He could prop them all up and he could kill them all in one fail swoop. Heavy layoffs are reportedly on the way at the Washington Post after the newspaper weathered significant subscriber losses over the past, when? 18 months. Publisher Fred Ryan told Post workers at a town hall on Wednesday that the company was anticipating significant layoffs in the coming year. Video posted to social media showed workers uh, peppering Ryan with questions as he struggled to deliver the news. We might actually be able to pull this up. I didn't prepare for this. So again, I don't know what's in this video. But hey, let's hit it real time. Here we go. We'll have more information as we move forward. Thank you very much. Wow, it sounds like a room full of angry and uh, triggered Twitter employees who were just fired, right? I quit watching news years ago. I didn't trust what I was hearing. My brother got me to listen to Jeremy. Oh, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, I think we've got good news, and I might have read it wrong. I hope I didn't, but our corn pop is having twins. Are we having twin MAGA babies? Twin LFA family babies? Is that really the good news? If that is the news, then may God bless you, uh, Tabitha. May God bless your family. May God bless your little twins. I'm so, so excited for you. Even if the news isn't twins and I read it wrong, it looks like there's good news coming your way. So that is blessing. So thank you. Thank you very much. And I, I also seen in the comment section, somebody talking about the American strong business page. Definitely check that out, but it's nice to see the fake news all getting their karma, right? It's nice to see the karma coming. Now I don't want to see an American lose their job. I can tell you that. I don't want to see any American lose their job. But if you were part of these companies that broke the law and silenced each and every one of us every day, if you were part of these companies that drug President Donald J. Trump's name through the mud 24-7 because it made you money, you were clickbaiting and you were making all the money with the Russia hoax story and all of that, well then, too bad, so sad. No mercy for you. Holla. See you later. Kick rocks. Bye-bye. Whatever phrase you want to use, bye, Felicia. Be gone, make like a tree and leave. Whatever era you come from, I think it means the same, same thing. See you later. And I believe, I believe we might even have a soundbite for that. Where, oh, there it is right there. Here we go. <laughs> this is the best one, right? I don't want to see you out that door, baby. 
baby. Bye, bye, bye. Or this one right here. Another one bites the dust. That's a better one, right? Another one bites the dust. Another one bites the dust, ladies and gentlemen. I love it. Absolutely love it. Now, I want to get back to um, building that entire infrastructure that we talked about, right? The only reason that we were able to do that was because we have American spirit. And I'm not just saying that as some cliche or just some, you know, clever line to say that we're better than the left. What I'm saying is we have a fighting American spirit. You know that? You know that American spirit that says I will never be a refugee? That American spirit that says I'd rather die on my, uh, you know, die on my feet than, than, than to live on my knees and, 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 and under some tyrannical rule and all that? Well, there's a certain percentage of Americans who have that left. And the only way that you were able to build what we built in two years to be cancel culture free, to be successful, to be able to exchange money and goods without worrying about being canceled, not being not worrying about having PayPal breathe down your back or whatever it is. The only reason that we were able to do that was because of that American spirit that I'm talking about. The left doesn't have that. The left doesn't have it. They just don't have the fight in them. They are used to getting things by putting their hand out. And if they don't have the mainstream media giving them what they want by putting their hands out, all right? If they don't have, um, if they don't have somebody just feeding them whatever they want, they're just going to lose because they don't have that pick it up and go. They don't have that, you know, pick yourself up by your bootstraps, tie up your laces, you know, grab your work gloves and get dirty. They don't have that. So what is happening is, they're having a hard time and they're struggling to find a viable alternative to Twitter. There's nowhere for them to go. Now, you've heard um, Whoopi Cushion Goldberg talk about going to Reddit or something stupid like that. Yeah, have fun, right? They don't go to Facebook because Facebook is a, Facebook is a dying model. They've lost three quarters of a trillion dollars in the last 12 months alone. Okay, where are they going to go? There's nowhere for them to go. May I suggest Getter, by the way? May I suggest um, a wonderful social media company called Getter? Literally my favorite social media platform out there right now. May I suggest going to Getter, lefties? May I suggest going there because at least it won't be tainted, right? Twitter, for all intents and purposes, is tainted with the right. And now it is tainted with the left. One thing you're never, ever, ever going to hear is that Jason Miller had pedophiles and porn addicts working for him, controlling Getter. So might I suggest if you're looking for a viable option, then go to Getter. We would love to have you there. We would open our arms on Getter and say, come on in. Come on in. We'd love to have you. That'd be great. I don't think they're going to go there, but they are, fine. they are struggling to find a viable alternative. There's nowhere for them to go. And they're not going to build what we built. So, ladies and gentlemen, we have effectively taken over in less than three years. In less than a Joe Biden illegal, illegitimate residency, we have truly taken over. Now, I know it doesn't feel that way in Congress yet. Okay, you got to work your way up. You got to take away all their, you got to take away all their weapons. You got to take away their ability to hurt you before you can literally and legitimately take them over. You've got to take away their weapons. I mean, it's just a simple rule of battle, right? Art of the deal, art of war. You've got to take away what they can attack you with. Once you take away that, well, ladies and gentlemen, you're home free. Why do you think they're um, constantly trying to take your guns? I mean, come on. They cannot take over completely until they take the guns. Same thing on our side. We can't take over completely all the way up through the most powerful, you know, agencies of of the country unless we take away their tools. That is why... It's been so important about this Twitter thing. That's why. So anyway, let's move on, ladies and gentlemen. The Fed, this is something economy-wise. You know, this is the economic part of the show. And again, I'm not an economic advisor in any way, shape, or form. All right? I'm not an economic advisor in any way, shape, or form. But I understand basic economics and basic budgeting. And the Federal Reserve just raised interest rates another 50 basis points to fight Bidenflation, ladies and gentlemen. This is bad. This is bad. How many times have they raised the rates in the last six months? Hmm? No to twins? Okay, no to twins. All right, my bad. My bad. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to read the comments and, uh, and go to this at the same time. So how many times in the last six months have they raised the rates? Like three times? Do you know why they're doing that? They're doing that because inflation in the economy is so bad. 
They're trying to slow things down. They're trying to slow down inflation. But when you have the left, and I'm talking about the illegitimate Biden regime, and all of these people that are, in, that are causing this to happen, how are you going to combat it? You're not going to combat something that you continuously cause. This is what I'll, this is what I'll compare it to, okay? <laughs> Jeremy doesn't got it, says Tom. I got you. I love this chat, says Moon. No, I don't got it because it's hard to read, you know, a 45 mile an hour chat while you're trying to do the news at the same time. I'm sure I will get it. How about that? Um, But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I would equate it to this. In this hand, you're eating double cheeseburgers with bacon and all the fill, all of the uh, toppings, just mowing burgers. And then you turn around and you jump on the treadmill. (laughs) And then you get up the treadmill and you (laughs) just mow burgers again and then jump on the treadmill. (laughs) You're getting nowhere. That's, that's what we're, that's what we got here. That's what we've got here. We've got a revolving door of numb nuts, just chasing their tail like dumb dogs. Over and over again. Let's cause the problem. Let's fix the problem. Let's cause the problem. Let's fix the problem. The only thing is, you're never fixing the problem. You're never fixing the problem. Ever. So that is, that's the Biden administration in a nutshell. I want to pull up the rumble chat here. The, the, rumble, the rumble chat is popping off right now. You guys are absolutely out of your minds. I love it. Uh, there we go. There's the rumble chat. There we go. Joe Biden's book, The Art of the Fart. <laughs> I think you mean 0.05, not 50-point interest rates. 50 basis points, I said. 50 basis points. Love your impersonations, Jeremy. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I'm going to move half of my 401k to Gold Co. ASAP. Well, there you go. There you go. That's a good start. That, and, that, and that'll give you a good idea of, what, of you know, how much you're actually saving your life. But we need to light up Jeremy about this first. Not sure what you're talking about. Um, great show, Jeremy. Love your energy lately. Well, thank you. That's the field of greens. Uh, the raise minimum wage and raise taxes, gas, food prices minimum. We did nothing but send. Sorry, it went a little bit too fast. Jeremy, you're the only guy I know that can multitask and read and talk and go right back to what you're saying. That's because of the coffee. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I drink field of greens to keep up with this rant, says Bad Moon. Amen, brother. Write your senators and say no to the omnibus bill. I agree with that. I agree with that. Look at this. This chat is, wait, who, who donated all this money? I didn't even see that. What in the H-E? Patsy Boatwright. I saw that one. $50. Thank you. Cleese Sully. God bless you. I saw that one. 1869 Rifleman. $50 for Corn Pops births. And I love this chat. Moon. Oh, I love it too. I really do. You can't work out a bad diet. Exactly. Amen. Alan Carol Morris, good to see you both. I love you very much. A bunch of numb nuts. I think Jeremy does great reading chat and doing show. Well, sometimes I screw up, right? Sometimes I mess up, but you know, we always catch it. LFA producers in the chat, he says we have 1,080 rumbles. Well, we have 3,600 people watching. So our goal is to get to 2,000 rumbles. All that is is a like, guys. If we could get that like, we would definitely appreciate it. And while we're here taking this little break, let's also uh, do another sponsor here for EnviroCleanse. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know about you, but every time we turn this off at my house, it doesn't take long for me to know it's off. You get used to the sound after a while. It's like an air conditioner. You get used to the sound. But sometimes you'll walk in and you don't hear it and you just expect it to be on because you've gotten used to it. And it isn't the sound where you go, hey, wait, I don't hear it. It's your breathing. You can, you can notice when this thing is off after about five hours, you're like, the air is heavy. You know what I mean? The air is so clean. It feels like when you, when you walk into a room that an Enviro cleanses on, it feels like you can just breathe in longer and deeper than you ever could before. That's what I love about this thing. It's absolutely amazing. And again, it's just another way to keep healthy. And there's so many of you out there with asthma, so many with COPD, and I know that you can't afford this thing. But during the holiday season, if you go to ekpure.com, use the promo code LFA, you will get a big discount. And uh, it does. these things are phenomenal. You do have to change the filters, obviously, um, but not very often. Not very often. And I'll get an exact date or a time usage that you should, but it should tell you right in your little manual when you get it. So go to ekpure.com, use the promo code LFA, and it'll really help you out, okay? Jeremy, I never turned mine off. It runs 24-7, says Bobby Driver. 
I know the only thing that's bad about that is you're like, oh, the electric bill, you don't want to do it. All right, we got to move on. Representative Andy Biggs has come out now, and he said he reaffirms that Kevin McCarthy will not get the votes that he needs in his first vote come January. He's not going to get the votes that he needs, and he's not going to be Speaker of the House. This is, again, reaffirmed by um, Representative Andy Biggs, and I love it. I love the fact that there's people standing up out there and standing up against Kevin McCarthy and this uh, rhino uniparty uh, disaster that we've been dealing with for decades. It's over. It's over. It's MAGA or nothing. That's the way I look at it. It's all or bust. It's all or bust. All right, here we go. Check this out. I want to play this audio for you. In the race to be speaker, but if not you and if not Kevin McCarthy, who are the alternatives? What can we expect on January 3rd? Um, there are a lot of very qualified individuals. Some have actually been kind of sniffing around uh, uh, as well, and, and I can't say their names for the same reason because you don't want them uh, to to be marked. I mean, I- hold on, hold on. I want to pause it right there. So this guy asks Representative Andy Biggs on this podcast, Steve Scully. He says, "So if not you, then who?" Because Andy Biggs has got a bid out right now for Speaker of the House. He says, if not you, then who? And Representative Andy Biggs says, I'm not going to say any of their names because I don't want them marked. Wow. I'm not going to say any of their names because I don't want them marked. Play it again. And if not Kevin McCarthy, who are the alternatives? What can we expect on January 3rd? Um, there are a lot of very qualified individuals. Some have actually been kind of sniffing around uh, uh, as well, and, and I can't say their names for the same reason, because you don't want them uh, to to be marked. I mean, I'm, right now I'm the marked guy, and everybody's beating me like a drum, and that's okay. But I think that, that people need to understand the argument that it's only Kevin McCarthy. Only Kevin McCarthy can do this is is specious because we have a lot of talent a lot of very bright people a lot of very successful people in business a lot of people who've had, had legislative experience i my myself was the senate president in arizona for for four years and um i know what it's like to try to herd the cats that a legislative body is i think there's a lot of good people who could come in there that i could work with that the both the the more moderate side and the more conservative side of our conference can work together i think there are more things that hold us together than divide us. Um, but I just don't think that the American people uh, are going to be content with us just sitting on our hands, which I, unfortunately has been the pattern we've seen from um, Leader McCarthy over the last um, 12 years since he's been in. So Andy Big says he doesn't want to talk about who it could be because he doesn't want to mark them. All right. Could this be another possibility leaning up to the end of the show here in a little bit? where we're going to break this down, could this be another possibility of Trump's big announcement tomorrow? But ladies and gentlemen, I know that's just a, that's just a, that's a, that's a reach, right? At this point, that's a reach. However, I will tell you something that I've been hearing around the uh, virtual water cooler in the last two days. You ready for this? What I understand is that Matt Gates may be putting his name in for speaker. Now, that wouldn't necessarily say that Donald Trump's announcement tomorrow doesn't have anything to do with this. If it isn't that he's running for speaker, maybe it's that he's backing Matt Gates. But I will tell you this, if the rumors are true around the virtual rumor mill, the virtual water cooler, if the rumors are true, then Matt Gates is going to put his hat in or put his name in the hat for speaker of the house. I am 100% behind Matt Gates. 100% all in. I am just as much all in for Matt Gates as Speaker of the House as I would be for Donald Trump as Speaker of the House, as I am for Donald Trump as President of the United States in 2024. That is how much I'm all in for Matt Gates as Speaker of the House. And like Andy Big said, there's plenty of people out there with a better resume, but I'm not going to mention any of their names. So who could it be? How many people could it be? How many different choices might we have? Long story short, ladies and gentlemen, fun to speculate, but I will tell you that the people that we talk to every single week here on LFA TV, Mike Crispy being as close as he is to everybody in Washington, D.C., is that Matt Gates. Now, a lot of people say Matt won't get the votes. Well, you got to understand something here, folks. It's all about 
who's going to do what for who, what they're talking about behind closed doors, who's going to come out of the gate with more names than you ever thought of. But I will tell you this. There are more MAGA House members than there are non-MAGA House members. There's up to 150 MAGA House members. So maybe, just maybe, Donald J. Trump has been building an army that nobody really knew about, and he's going to come out with a swing. Who knows? But it's good good news to hear that Representative Andy Biggs is standing up for that. Now, um, I also want to go down to Georgia for a minute because we've got a lot to cover here, and we're bouncing all around. I know we do that here on LFA, but it's okay. You guys are used to this, and we're going to keep moving around. We've got to go to Georgia, folks, because I told you months ago, that their new way of cheating, especially now that we're Big Bang MAGA and we're playing the, uh, the ballot game now, now that we're fighting with fire, by the way, that is Big Bang MAGA, if you want to know what it means, fighting fire with their fire and more. I told you that once we started playing the ballot game, their next jump of stealing ele- elections is ranked choice voting, didn't I? Remember that? Well, corrupt Georgia Secretary of State, Brad Rattenberger, Raffensperger, wants to destroy Georgia elections forever and bring in ranked choice voting. Big shout out to my friend Melanie for helping me uh, stay up on things that are going on in Georgia. Folks, this is bad news bears, and we cannot let this happen. We cannot let this happen. Corrupt Georgia's uh, Secretary of State is now proposing that the state go to ranked choice voting in the state, indicating that he wants to ensure corrupt and bogus elections for his state for eternity. Okay, we first learned of Rappensberger after the 2020 election. He he certified the election for Joe Biden three days after the election day. Of course, he had the famous phone call with Trump, which was perfect. By the way, it was perfect. And then he tried to use it and go to left wing media and try to put out this narrative that Trump tried to get him to go and find 12,000 votes. Like, go manufacture them. No, no. He said, just go find the real ones. Go find the real ones. Okay. But I told you, this is what they're going to try to do. These rhino Republicans, if they have to, they will go all out nuclear, all right, to bring in ranked choice voting to make sure that they steal elections. We cannot let that happen. Amen? We cannot let that happen. We've got to do whatever we can in Georgia. Georgia, we, we may not live in Georgia. I might not live in the wonderful peach state, but I can tell you that. I'll tell you what, we've got a lot of LFA family there. And it is a major swing state, state, and the devil is definitely down in Georgia right now. Definitely down in Georgia right now. And I'll tell you what, if Brian Kemp is half the man that he claims to be, that we don't really think he is, and if he's half the man that some of my friends down in Georgia say that they think he is, then he should come out immediately and say, I am not in favor of this, and I encourage the Georgia legislation not to be in favor of this. But if he doesn't, then that means he supports ranked choice voting, which, which, which means that he's every bit as bad as we ever thought he was. You have to understand this, and you have to understand their games and the war that they're playing. Do not keep your eyes over here when they're passing ranked choice voting laws all through the United States of America, and the next thing you know, we've got a bunch of Lisa Murkowskis running around winning elections that they didn't really win, and a bunch of Sarah Palin's running around losing elections that they actually won. I almost said erections like the Democrats. Unbelievable. They got me stumbling, stumbling, and stuttering and sounding like Joe Biden more every day. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Speaking of Biden, ladies and gentlemen, speaking of Biden, he's all out there. Yay. I passed gay marriage, gay marriage and a black and African-American, black African. Where's Hunter? Doesn't know what he's saying, but apparently they told him you got to clap and you got to make it look like you're happy to pass gay marriage. Make it look like you're happy. Joe Biden, you're the best president ever. You are the Captain America of presidents. And now you have to cheer. You have to cheer on gay marriage. Well, I just want to take you back in time if I could, speaking of the resident of the United States of America, let's take you back in time to find out what Joe Biden actually thinks of gay marriage. We got this video. Let's go ahead and pop it up on the screen. Here we go. The next three weeks, I'm told, gay marriage, a flag amendment, and God only knows what else. I can't believe the American people can't see through this. We already have a law. The Defense of Marriage Act, where we've all voted, not where I voted and others said, look, marriage is between a man and a woman, and states must respect that. Wow. We're going to debate hear that the again. next three weeks. Let's hear that again. One I'm more time. Told, gay marriage, a flag amendment, and God only knows what else. I can't believe the American people can't see through this. We already have a law. 
the Defense of Marriage Act, where we've all voted, not where I voted and others said, look, marriage is between a man and a woman, and states must respect that. Wow. We're going to debate. Thanks a lot, Joe Biden. Wow. I wonder why every news station isn't running that. I wonder if Fox News will run that tonight, now that they've saw it, seen it here. I just wonder. Isn't that something? Ladies and gentlemen, please rumble the video. Rumble, rumble, rumble. Now. Before we get to Trump's big announcement, I must tell you that Trump has filed a lawsuit, a defamation lawsuit, against members of the Pulitzer Board for their awards that they gave to junk fake news outlets that pushed the now-debunked Russia collusion hoax. This is great. This is another, um, this is Trump being on offense, and there's nothing better than Trump being on offense. Nothing better. I love it. The entire Trump collusion narrative was a lie. And these people gave these fake, phony, loser, fake news media organizations little Pulitzer Prizes. Here you go. Here you go for your wonderful, wonderful story on a fake news uh, narrative that never existed. Take this award. Take this coveted award. Well, Donald Trump is suing all of them. Nope. Nope. Not only is your award worth nothing, but I want money. I want a monetary um, reparation, if you will. For all of the pain and suffering that you caused me. So I love to see Donald J. Trump going on the offense. Now my question is, could that be what the big announcement is going to be? Ladies and gentlemen, we've gotten to the end of the show now. And it's time to break this down. First of all, if I could, let me go to Donald J. Trump's uh, Truth Social page. Here it is right here. This is Donald J. Trump's Truth Social page. I'm going to play this video for you. If you have not seen it. Get ready, because I think you're going to have goosebumps. But Donald J. Trump is, a good, is perfect at this. Here you go. America needs a superhero. There you go. America needs a superhero. Major announcement tomorrow. America needs a superhero. What could it be, ladies and gentlemen? So we did a live on Getter right before the show, and I, I said, I think what you really need to do here is you need to focus on the word hero, because Donald J. Trump would not have said that. He would have not done that whole thing. He would have not had the cape. He would have not had any of that stuff, okay? He wouldn't have had any of that stuff in that video if he didn't want to play on the word hero. So I wrote some things down here that I'd like to, uh, that I'd like to address. Where'd I? All right. I wrote some things down here that I'd like to address. All right, let's go back over the show real quick, okay? Here we go. His VP pick. Everybody said it could be his vice president pick. I don't know what time, by the way, that's supposed to be announced. I, but I'm sure we'll all know when it happens, okay? So let's go through these possibilities, what it could be. This is my favorite part. This is what I wanted to get to, okay? His VP pick. Everybody said, could he be announcing his VP pick? All right, well, let's break that down and the likelihood and the logic of that being the big announcement, playing off the word hero. If he was to announce a VP pick, it, it would not be Carrie Lake. Everybody's like, maybe Carrie Lake is his VP pick. It wouldn't happen because Carrie Lake is just starting out her fight to continue to fight for the governorship, the gubernatorial race there in Arizona. And if that was to be the case, Trump would not announce it right now. She just filed her lawsuit. They're going to court this month. There's going to be a big, long, drawn-out fight there. I very highly, highly doubt that Donald Trump is talking about Carrie Lake being a VP pick. Now, then somebody said, well, could it be Ron DeSantis? Could it be Ron DeSantis? Well, I don't think that Donald J. Trump would put out a statement tomorrow playing off America needs a superhero and having it then come out and say, oh, by the way, my VP pick is Ron DeSantis. That will be down the line even further if that is the case, okay? So I highly doubt that it's Donald J. Trump picking his VP pick, although definitely possible. I'm not a uh, a wizard, okay? I can't see into the future. I'm not a prophet, (laughs) all right? But I will say, That is my opinion that it cannot be a VP pick. Now, let's go and talk about a lawsuit versus Twitter 1.0. This is definitely likely that this is what he's talking about, especially since the Twitter files came out. And this is why I told you that the Twitter files coming out and what Elon Musk did was so important because it validated every single thing 
that you and I have been saying for years and is literally going to turn into a class action lawsuit that will be the ultimate takedown of social media because this is a way around section 230 you broke the law you broke you went over you went against the constitution you literally broke uh, violated people's uh first amendments their fourth amendments and everything else and this could be a lawsuit a class action lawsuit of epic proportions ladies and gentlemen that would go around section 230 and would hold all of these social media companies uh, accountable monetarily and that would be another way that they would be destroyed and Donald J Trump definitely definitely has a lawsuit now that we know that the Twitter files are out. So could this be a lawsuit against Twitter 1.0, which would not consist of anything um, going towards uh, Elon Musk? What it would do would be a lawsuit on every single person, the Jack Dorseys, which would make sense why Jack Dorsey's trying to come out and saying, eh, please, 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 Osama bin Wannabe, right? So this is definitely a possibility. That it could be he's going after Twitter 1.0 and all that money they made on that Elon Musk sale, they're going to have to give back to Donald J. Trump. Could that be? Possibility. Now let's move on. Could it be something to do with the 2020 election and the Supreme Court of the United States considering hearing Brunson versus Adams? I don't think, or Alma Adams, I don't think this is likely. I don't think this is likely because this is so far out of Trump's hand right now. This is so far out of Trump's control or his view. This is literally within the Supreme Court at this point. The Supreme Court has not been kind to Trump before. I very highly doubt that he's going to say, ha ha, they're considering seeing it because then it would mean he was in collusion with the Supreme Court of the United States. And I just don't think it is very likely that he's going to be talking about anything to do with the 2020 election, at least as it pertains to Brunson versus Alma Almeida. Now, he could come out to say something about the 2020 election based on the lawsuit that, um, that he has towards Twitter 1.0. That could be a case. Now, again, folks, we're just sitting here speculating because we just don't know the actual honest reason that he's going to be doing this. And now the very last thing that I want to touch on here, and that's this. Speaker of the House. I think it's highly likely that you're going to hear something about Donald Trump taking down Twitter 1.0 and then all of the other social media companies, which would be a heroic move. Because remember, we have to play on the hero part. Now, I know all we have to do is wait 24 hours and we'll find out, but this is more fun, isn't it? This is more fun. And I'm going to pull up the, uh, the Twitter, not the Twitter, the Rumble chat here in just a minute. I think it's very highly likely that the going after them for, for all of the... Um, all the crap that they pulled that basically put their thumb on the hand on the scale of the elections, defamed Donald Trump, ruined everybody's lives, made it so that the DOJ uh, labeled us all domestic terrorists, the January 6th thing, all of that comes from social media's involvement. So I would say that I think that it's more likely, playing off the heroic thing side of it, that it's either that or the speakership. Now, let's get into the speakership. Could it be that Donald J. Trump is going to throw his name in the hat for Speaker of the United States? Well, that would definitely be a heroic move, at least to MAGA, right? The largest movement ever, ever to exist in political American history, right? That would be very heroic. That would be huge. That would be Trump, super Trump, big bang MAGA heroic. And would he have the votes then? Well, like I said, he has just as good as a better chance than Matt Gates does at getting the votes. Okay, U.S. Park Ranger, send your uh, send your email to lfaproducer at gmail dot com. I saw your uh, I saw your comment. We'll make it happen, Captain. Okay, all right. So let's get back to that, ladies and gentlemen. Speaker of the House, could it be Donald Trump announcing his speakership? Well, it's it's likely, it's possible, and there is more people that Donald Trump has influence in the House of Representatives than Matt Gates does. And like I said, there's up to 150 MAGA representatives in the House of Representatives right now. So if it's Speaker of the House, it's definitely heroic. He's already announced he's running for president. So here is my honest breakdown of logical and legitimate possibilities of what it could be. It is either Donald Trump is going after Twitter 1.0, which will lead to him going after Google, which will lead to him going after Facebook, which will lead him going after Instagram and TikTok and all of these other people because if it was happening at Twitter, then it definitely was happening through the rest of the social media universe, right? Which would be heroic. Or 
it's something to do with the Speaker of the House. Either Matt Gates is going to run and Donald Trump is going to endorse him, which is possible and probably more likely than what we all want. And Donald Trump saying, I want to be Speaker of the House. So those are the two logical, well, I guess three, right? Because of the possible Matt Gates endorsement and Matt Gates saying he's going to run. And that's only based on what I'm hearing in the virtual water cooler. So my prediction, it's either going to be something to do with a lawsuit, social media, and all of the ways they did uh, to interfere in the elections and ruin Donald J. Trump's life, or it's going to be Speaker of the House, he's announcing or he's announcing his endorsement behind Matt Gates. Let's bring up that rumble chat and let's see what you guys are saying because that ultimately is all that matters here on LFA TV. There we go. That would be awesome. Where are we going to watch this announcement? I guess we'll find out more tomorrow or tonight. Is he already have a lawsuit? We have wanted Trump to be speaker for a long time. That would be spectacular. And it would definitely be heroic, right? It would be a big heroic announcement. Big bang going after social media. My vote, 100% Barb Naylor. Oh, yes, Shelly. Release the J6 prisoners. Yeah, I, I thought about that too, but I just don't think that he has any power to release them. So I don't, he's already said he's going to, um, he already said that he's going to uh, pardon all of them. So, I, I, don't, I don't really think that would be it. Um, I've been waiting for him to announce speaker. Please let it be speaker. 1.26 rumbles now. We need more. Yes, we need 1,500 before we leave. 1,500 likes, folks. Um, could it be Jeffrey Epstein pedophile list? I doubt that. I very much doubt that, but it would be great. Matt Gates said he would nominate President Trump for Speaker of the House. Well, there you go. It could be that. Could be that. Nancy handing the gavel to Trump. That would be heroic, and that would be such a smack in the face from when she ripped up that uh, speech, and that was a smack in Donald, uh, Donald Trump's face, right? So Mama says it's an 11 a.m. announcement. Okay, there we go. I have not seen that yet, but I'm going to take that as uh, when it is. If it's Speaker 2 moves, um, Twitter, bye-bye. We talked about this move, his move to Speaker. I did get an email from Jeremy Sabrina and responded. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, well, see, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. I just wanted to leave that up there for you guys. I wanted to put the chat up there to see what all you guys say. Either way, I'd love breaking down things with you and going through logic and, and what could possibly, you know, what it could possibly be. So that's always fun. So thank you guys for allowing me to do that. And I will say one more time, ladies and gentlemen, do not forget we have major, major sales right now on jeremyherald.com as well as mypillow.com. Major overstock list on MyPillow. Take advantage of that. All you do is go to MyPillow.com slash LFA. Also, ladies and gentlemen, as you see, all these new items on JeremyHarrell.com, including the Rise Up Coffee. Definitely want to get your hands on that. Jesus Calling. Will you accept or will you decline? Definitely a great Christmas gift. We are now out of these wooden plaques. So if you order $300 worth or more, you don't get a wooden plaque. But what you will get free is this Armor of God fleece blanket instead so a lot of sales going on and if you follow us on the newsletter then you know that you have a 20 percent discount as well well folks that's gonna do it for live from america god bless you i'm sorry to keep you late as always it is what i do remember there are right ways and wrong ways but there's only one yahweh so stand up tall keep your shoulders back keep your chest out and keep your head up high because you are a child of god and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper i will see you tomorrow morning at 9 a.m for another episode of rise up joining my pastor will be joining tomorrow to talk about the importance of Christian schools and what we should do to save them. And then, of course, followed up by Loud Majority and then Live from America. God bless you guys. Keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face. And whatever you do, keep spreading that gospel. Peace. That will